Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to Masterclass U.S. Market with me, Juliana Colangelo. This show has been designed to demystify the U.S. market for Italian wineries through interviews with experts in sales and distribution, social media, communications, and so much more. We will quiz each of our esteemed guests at the end of each episode to solidify the lessons that we've learned. So sharpen your pencils, get out your notebooks, and join us each week to learn more about the U.S. market. Hello, welcome to Masterclass U.S. Wine Market. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast, Laura Diaz-Nunez. Laura is the winemaker and director of operations at Ellers Estate in the Napa Valley. She was born in Madrid, Spain, and landed in 2007 in the Napa Valley to work with Jackson Family Wines. She took over the role at Ellers in 2018 and not only directs winemaking and oversees all winery operations, she's also currently pursuing her MW. She really does it all. So thank you, Laura, for making time today to join us on the podcast. I know you're busy. Thank you, Juliana. No, it's a pleasure. It's great to have you here. So before we dive into today's discussion, and we're going to talk about running a national brand in the U.S. market with a small team, which I think is going to be a really relevant topic for so many of our listeners. But tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you made the journey from Madrid over to the Napa Valley. Yes, well, it was kind of like an expected journey because my plan was just like travel a little bit and have harvest experience abroad in different countries just and go back to Spain. But I worked in Spain, my first, I would say, serious job in a winery was with González Vías and I spent two years there. We used to make some wine that we were mostly, our market was UK, the UK market, uh, England. And my English was very limited back then. So I decided, it's like, let's go to New Zealand. I was making Sauvignon Blanc back then, and I loved that grape, and I wanted to learn more about it. So I thought that New Zealand was a great country. So from there, I love it, had a great experience, and I decided to continue traveling, and I landed in Napa, and the rest is history. Like, I, it's, since 2007, I've been here. Amazing. And you started with Jackson Family Wines, what an you know, incredible company to kick off your career in the Napa Valley. Can you tell us just a little bit about your time working with them before you joined Ellers? It's a great company to work with. They are doing amazing things all over the world now. So it was a great opportunity to start at that time. I started working in Napa at Cardinal with Chris Carpenter. He makes some amazing brands, working with amazing fruit from mountain sites mostly, making Cardinal, Locoya, La Jota, Mount Brave wines. wines. Yeah, so very lucky. I started, you know, working in the cellar and slowly up to brand winemaker. They allowed me to start a brand and a new wine for the company. I spent 11 years working there until 2018 when I had the opportunity to work at Ellers Estate. Amazing. And let's set the stage for us a little bit about Ellers. You know, today we're talking about running a national brand with a small team for an independent winery. So talk to us a little bit about the history of Ellers and what kind of winery it is. This winery is a very small winery and we only produce between 8,000 and 9,000 cases with the possibility of moving up to almost 15,000 cases. You know, this is a small 
winery, everything started in 1886. So it's one of those early wineries that started making and uh, growing grapes first and then building a winery. It was built by Bernard Ehlers, but it moved to different owners. And now we are owned by a trust. Is When I was brought here in 2018, I inherited the original contiguous vineyards and a brand that needed a little bit more like positioning and a little bit more work in the sense that improving quality. Maybe we had an amazing organic farming program here, but it's just like continuity and improve it to be sure that it's going to be around for many, many more years because it's a winery that's been here for 140 years. It's a lot of pressure. It has a lot of history. It's a gorgeous property. But when I came on board, my goal was like to make better wines, improve the brand and, and build a team. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, in today's episode, we're going to talk more about building that team, running that team. You know, you're running winemaking and you talked a little bit about the vineyards, but also overseeing sales, marketing and all the operations. But that's a common scenario we see among many wineries in the U.S., Napa Valley, but also in Italy, the winemaker running winemaking plus overseeing all those business operations. So for today's masterclass, we're really excited to learn from Laura a few things. You know, number one, what are the greatest challenges and also advantages of working with a lean team? Number two, how does an independent winery like Ellers navigate the competitive landscape of the wine industry, you know, in the wholesale market, sales and distribution, market penetration? And then finally, just on a personal level, how do you do it all as, you know, winemaker, director of operations? And I know you have a family, you're studying for your MW as well. So really excited to dive into the conversation. So tell us a little bit more about your team. You mentioned, you know, you came to Ellers 2018, started working in the vineyards and building the team. So how big is your team? And tell us about that structure. We are very limited in the amount of even employees that we can have. And this is just basically because of the size of the winery and Napa County regulations and, you know, how big the property is. So there's always limitations there. But my team is, we are only 17 employees. I have three employees right now outside the property or outside Napa because they live in different cities or states because I have a national sales manager and two California sales managers, Southern and Northern California. But, you know, it's a very small team in the cellar. Starting in 2018, I decided to outsource Vineyard. I'm working with Mike Wolf, Vineyard Management Company, which is amazing. You know, we're a small team. Everybody wears a lot of different hats at the same time. And it's very different from my days in Jackson Family Wine or when you work with a big company. What is the challenges, basically, is that there's a limited amount of resources. We kind of like have to do it all. And obviously, because of the structure is small, we don't have huge budgets to work with and have all the resources that are needed and also the time for them or to develop programs that we will want to. But the really good advantage of it is that everybody that works at Ellers that are amazing, talented individuals that they want to learn. And when you are in a position or you are put in a position where you have to take decisions in a very short period of time. You have to develop programs that are completely new from scratch and with not many resources. It actually makes you develop strengths. And I feel that in my case, especially, I've been taking care of things that I never thought that I was going to be able to do. And it creates a sense of pride. And I don't know, it's like it is possible. It requires to wear a lot of different hats and to learn about things that you were not 
<laughs> thinking that you should learn. Yeah. Yeah. Learn things on the go and through experience. What are some of the things that in your role at Ellers you've had to learn as you've taken on the role? I'm a winemaker. That's how I define myself. But, you know, taking over, being responsible of over employees, they depend on my decisions. And for me, it was very challenging at the beginning with sales and the sales team and understand the operations behind managing a brand that we are in 17 states, but we are also distributing direct to retailers and restaurants here in California. So understanding the structure of, and how to build those relationships, a pricing, and it was something that it was completely new to me. But I think what it was positive about it is that I have more control even about for the wines. Like I have more control on the winemaking because I understand where that wine is going to end and who the consumer is going to be. And it's been positive, obviously, a lot of work behind and a lot of mistakes and successes. But overall, that's what I was not bringing at first at Ellers when I joined. Yeah, that's interesting what you said that you're making the wine, but you're also overseeing all the sales and distribution. And you have those two perspectives, right, to bring to the seller. Is there anything that you've maybe adjusted in the winemaking side based on what you've learned in the market? Yes and no, not necessarily. I feel that I try to express the story or tell the story on my way to create those relationships in a different way. I think sometimes, especially with brands or wine brands, it's in new consumers. I will say it's about the relationships and the connection that they feel with the brand. So I realized that it's very important to tell my story and to tell why my wines are the way they are. And people are very receptive once they feel that there's a reason why the wines are the style that I'm defining on them. It worked very well and it's working very well. Yeah. And with so many wineries in Napa Valley, California, you know, there's over 7,000 wine businesses in the U.S. and 43% of those right, are in California. How does Ellers define itself out there in the market, in the wholesale market, when you're out meeting with buyers? Well, we do a lot of consumer analysis and also competitive set analysis. We always look at who are the wines that are in the wine list that are competing with us or we are competing with. What is very interesting, especially in California and in the U.S., I don't have exactly the percentage, but I will say at least in Napa, 80, 90 percent of the wineries in Napa produce less than 10,000 cases. So we are competing with a lot of wineries that come from Napa that make amazing wines, that they get amazing grades. So for me, again, I know that is my sound repetitive, but it's about creating that connection, explaining why. And it's a brand that has been around for a long time. And it has, especially with maybe older generations, have a different meaning. But for younger generations, they feel connected with our organic practices. The fact that I'm a female, and that is unfortunately still not common, that I'm trying to make wines that are more approachable, that are food friendly, that are still Napa, but have a different twist. And just being able to create those connections and communicate them constantly and being out there with the sales teams, working with them in the field and understanding what they have to deal with. I think that is what is helping to keep the brand relevant. Right. Is that spending time in the market, understanding the market yourself, right, in order to support your team. And you're thinking about your team when you're building a smaller team that's managing an entire country. And we know in the U.S., managing each state is like managing its own country with the different distributors, partners and laws and everything. But what are some of the things that you look for when you're building your team in a team member at Ellers, knowing that you are a small, lean team? I normally look for people that have 
experience in the area of work that I need them. Obviously, they need to have some experience, but I like to work with a diverse group of individuals that can bring different strengths to the table, basically to the team. I try, obviously, for me, it's super important that a team can work together and that they get along and that they have same values, basically. So people that have similar experiences, but diverse, so they can bring things that can complement each other just because we're small. So if someone is very strong, let's say direct sales, but then I will bring someone that maybe doesn't have that experience and give that education and training, which has happened a lot in, especially in our DTC department. I brought people that they were very good with people, that they enjoy hospitality, but they didn't have that experience. And they didn't have wine knowledge. So I just educate them and give them the wine knowledge because they were strong in other aspects. So that's what I look basically for a team that can complement each other. And yeah, that's, that's true. That's great advice. Yeah. I mean, thinking about where you mm-hmm. can bring on that experience and strengths in some areas, but maybe not in others, but finding those complementary skills. I think that's really important. And, you know, you've built such a great team at Ellers. Every time I've visited, the team is so warm and friendly and hospitable. So congratulations on that. That's I know that's not easy. Thank you. They are very talented individuals and they are very creative and they don't mind to try new things and learn. I'm very happy. It's it's one of those things. It's like you enjoy coming to work because you enjoy to work with the people you work with. I think it's key in in every company. (laughs) Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family. especially when you're working hard and long hours, I imagine, especially during harvest, right? You're spending a lot of together. So, you know, just shifting gears a little bit, I also want to talk about Napa Valley and some of the trends and things we've seen in the region. You know, there's been a lot of consolidation in terms of winery ownership, right? Family wineries being sold to larger conglomerates and businesses. So, you know, Ellers has remained independently owned. It's owned by the trust, as you told us earlier. But do you think that being independently owned as opposed to being part of a larger wine company provides advantages or disadvantages for Ellers or maybe a little bit of both? But talk to us about that. I think it's a huge advantage, to be honest. And I think there's a lot of studies that I read lately about, you know, new consumers and younger generations. They care about or supporting brands that are authentic and that have strong values and which I'm not saying that largest corporations don't have them. I actually think that basically what we are seeing is that even corporations, they're corporations, but they have different brands that they have different stories, right? And that they have different values that attract different consumers. I think corporations can have that power of creating different brands and stories, but they are actually leaning towards those brands that have similar values or similar kind of like a structure as smaller wineries. Obviously, the challenges for a smaller winery or company like us is that, again, the resources and we don't have that buying power that corporations have, for example. So everything is kind of more expensive or it takes economically a bigger impact for smaller wineries. And corporations can take risk with creating new brands. Smaller wineries, we are not. We need to be sure that we maintain goals that are long-term goals. Um, it's just different. But I actually think that it's an advantage to stay small uh, most of the time. Yeah. And like you said, with the values that consumers hold today in many ways around transparency, around stories, around identifying with real people, I think the small brands, smaller independent brands do have 
have that advantage for sure. So that's something important to remember. So you've been with Ellers now five years, right? And you joined in 2018. Tell us a little bit about some of the ways in which you've put your mark on Ellers Estate and some of the most exciting projects that you've had the opportunity to be a part of over the last five years. Yeah, I mean, I feel extremely lucky that, you know, the the owners trust me from day one and I'm doing a lot of changes just because I have the vision of this place and this brand to be around for 50 years, if it's possible. So, I mean, I put in obviously my imprint in the wines and basically not changing the wine style because we have the terroir that we have. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like if someone tastes my wines, they know that they're coming from me and I have a lot of freedom on doing that. But also, you know, I started right away a new labeling project and changing a little bit the packaging just because I wanted to bring a sense of place to the bottle of wine and and bring a little bit more fun looking uh, bottle (laughs) to the tables. And that was a really fun project that I partnered with Marta Botas from Spain. She's a great designer and artist. But I'm also right now I'm doing some redevelopment of the vineyards, just thinking on climate change or, you know, better way of farming that I think, you know, will improve quality in the long run. And we are thinking on long term, obviously. And as well, we are changing different ways of treating the water and the resources that we have at the winery. So we become a little bit more sustainable and just thinking about, you know, recycling water. We are starting a project working with biofiltro process uh, system that will allow us to recycle all the water that we use for the, the wine production. On top of this, we are also redesigning and remodeling the tasting room and the landscaping of the property, doing a lot of different things to beautify the place as well. Wonderful. Can't wait to see all the changes. That's really exciting. Now it's time for our rapid fire quiz as we wind down and we're going to review some of the key takeaways from today's episode around running a national brand with the small team. And Laura, you shared so many great insights. I think are going to be super valuable for our listeners. So I'll ask three questions and if you can do your best to answer in one sentence or less, please, that would be fantastic. So question number one, what are the challenges and also advantages of working with a lean team at an independent winery? Challenges would be wearing too many hats sometimes at once with lack of resources and advantages. I think is the personal professional growth in knowledge and capacity, that sense of pride that comes with, you know, knowing that you can achieve challenges. Okay. Question number two, how can an independent winery succeed in the wholesale market in the U.S.? I mean, that's for sure in any market or strategy, it will succeed by building personal and authentic relationships with wholesale partners. Just building those relationships is what makes it successful and long-term. Okay. And finally, question number three, how do you personally manage your time overseeing so many different aspects of Eller's estate winemaking, but, you know, also operations, hiring, sales and marketing, and not to mention what you're doing, you know, with the MW program? Well, first of all, I have an amazing husband (laughs) that is very supportive and it it takes care of the house most of the time and the kids. But I mean, strategically is about being alert constantly, kind of like being on the game kind of mindset constantly because I'm overseeing every single detail. And I'm that kind of person that I like to forecast or project what's next before it comes. So I'm prepared and ready. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the Italian Wine Podcast. I learned so much and your story is inspirational. And I think one of my biggest takeaways was that, you know, if you don't know how to do something, you've never done it before. It's an opportunity for growth. And I think that's a really good lesson and reminder for all of our listeners. So thank you again for joining us. 
today. How can our listeners connect with you and Ellers Estate? Well, they can go online to our website, www.ellersestate.com and come to Napa and just visit us. We love to meet new people. Yeah, anytime. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks again, Laura, for being here today. Thank you. Thank you, Yelena. Thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned each week for new episodes of Masterclass US Wine Market with me, Juliana Colangelo. And remember, if you enjoyed today's show, hit the like and follow buttons wherever you get your podcasts.